Good evening. I hope you are sitting comfortably and that you have steeled yourselves for what you are about to experience. A podcast so directionless, you'll need a map and a guide just to make it through this intro. Should you survive the untamed wilderness of the fog of vaping, the profanity of politics, the gore of gaming, and the ever-twisting and undulating non-sequiturs, then you can say you have proudly navigated and survived your journey inside the minds of the Rambling Vapors. And we are fucking. <laughs> we are back, motherfuckers. Welcome. Is that for lighting? <laughs> so, right, welcome to season three, episode four of Rambling, Rambling Vapors. Vapors. Um, yeah. This. So, first off, this is the first one where we are no longer in the same room. For I am in Amsterdam, and Bungle is in England. Yay! In good old Cambridge. So. There may be some differences in audio quality, so I apologise off the bat for any reverb because I've not quite sound sorted my room out yet, my new office. Um, hardwood floors and quite an echoey house, so I need to get some proper sound dampening in here, but I'm hoping VSTs that we're using is going to fix most of it in post, so we've done some audio <laughs> tests. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is quite an inter- going to be quite an interesting experiment. Uh, but hopefully yeah. it's all sounding good for everyone. Um, so yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a very long time. It's been what over yeah. a month, like going on for two months. Well, yeah, because we did one what uh, just before we left, just before I left, which was yeah, we did end the week of July. Before, didn't we? Yeah, it was like end of July. Um, yeah. and I put that up the like two days before we left. So that was like yeah. end and uh, very end of July. Then all of August. Um, we're just going into September, so yeah, maybe like two and a third, mo- no, one and a third months. Yeah, considering yeah. when we started in January, we were trying to do one a month, uh, and we're only on episode four at September. Yeah, yeah. we've done well. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think uh, with uh, the new setup and everything, I think we'll be able to get them out a bit more frequently. Um, it's uh yeah because we don't have to kind of travel to we can just be at home and like all right record let's go so yeah we'll see how this goes um there will be improvements over time but uh luckily you know we anticipated being off at the air a lot longer because i didn't know how quickly we was going to find a place to get so but like yeah we were here two weeks and we'd found the property so yeah. we just finished getting it all kind of set up and uh sorting out the mat sorting out my man cave and we've got oh, the sofa downstairs i've just put led strip around the back of it as well now so it just oh, like, nice. the sofa glows fucking awesome <laughs> so yeah we found a really sweet three uh three bedroom three floor house uh, we're living in Ostorp. uh and uh, yeah it's really nice we've got a big attic bedroom um fucking huge living area downstairs really sweet kitchen spare bedroom i've got an office and a man cave and a studio now i'm becoming we're becoming professional bungle sort of yeah uh, i'm i what i call my studio or slash office slash spare room slash dumping room uh, it, we're not putting out the video that we're using to talk to each other with, mainly no. because the state of the uh, room behind me is just full of shit. Just uh, get like doesn't help with the reverb. <laughs> just get um. Actually, it probably does help with the reverb. It's less things for it to bounce. You know, it's all 
clutters. Uh, it's it? multi-angered, so. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is um, what you could do is just get, like, a throw and pin it to the ceiling and just drape it behind you. See, I'm toying with getting a green backdrop. Yeah, that would um, be fun. And then you could be in the Caribbean. Caribbean? Caribbean. Caribbean. Whatever that place. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're back. Um, I guess we'll kick it off with our usual kind of like what we've been vaping. Uh, there's no like real vape news kind of uh, or any segments planned out for this. This is just we're back. We're going to shoot the shit for a bit and uh, just ramble on about various bits. But we will do the what we've been vaping. So I'll tell you what, I'll kick it over to you, Bong, because I've rambled on a bit. If you want to start. Uh, <laughs> with well, the- literally, I have been um, going through vape stock because um, I have got tons and tons of shit. I will say. over. I've been doing the exact same thing. I have not bought... Um, well, I say I haven't bought any new juices. Um, that's a bit of a lie. I bought another bottle of um, Bon Bon by Pom. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I'm fucking hooked on that. That is my ADV. Uh, I switched over to Unicorn by Coffee Shop for a bit, mm-hmm. or wherever, whoever makes it. Um, look at the bottle. Uh, uh, distributed by Vape in Portico. Great. That's really fucking useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Drip Company. Okay, cool. Um, uh, make a Unicorn one. Uh, that was my ADV. Discovered Bon Bon by Pom. Uh, have been hooked on that. Went back to Unicorn for a little bit, but then straight back onto Pom. Uh, doing that on the still the same, well, a different me- bit of mesh now in the Mesh Pro. I've okay, changed cool, it cool, three cool. times now. Three times I've had to change it. That's <laughs> all. I've, uh, I've like, had that for, what, three months now? Mm-hmm. But mesh lasts so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're uh, liking that, actually. I and, should uh, brought yeah, mine I'm back still rocking the recoil on my uh, Vupu. That's kind of got a bit of unicorn in it. Um, and I got a bit of mother's milk inside my uh, Asmodus, which is currently in my bag. Okay, cool. Because uh, it's I haven't been using that too frequently, mm-hmm. um, so I need to get back on it, but myself bon bon is that that's the bitch for me right now nice. um myself like you like like i said we've, i've been working through old vape stock from the expo so i've just uh at the moment i'm vaping uh on my squid uh industries double barrel two with the twisted messes um pro 24 pro um i've got the uh stepdad um vanilla whipped cream mm-hmm the jolly dad it's like a vanilla whipped cream but i've topped it off because I, I didn't have the nick to top it off so i topped it off with banana cbd juice Ooh, so it's vanilla whipped cream banana it's fucking lovely really fucking nice mm. um so i'm va- yeah like i said vaping on the squid uh the squid double barrel um i've also have been vaping um the last of um I've not quite finished it. Uh, uh, One Hit Wonders Army Man, which is like a key lime pie. Um, I was vaping that on one of my purge mods in the Rebel. Um, I'm currently vaping. Do you remember the at uh, Vape Expo the like ravers uh, that gave me a load of fucking juice because uh, yeah. like I was dancing to their happy hug or uh, yeah their stuff old school vape um their fizzy mix lime. Um, it's oh, like nice. a, a slight. The slight limeade type thing, a little hint of cool water, but not too much. Vaping that on the DNA 75 steam engine in the Alpine RDTA, like proper gentleman's vape. Um, Ooh, a lot it are. <laughs> yeah, it's just like leather and brass and it all looks nice. Um, that, and I am also vaping the last of uh, Mad Rabbit's um, Lemon Meringue in my um asmodus luna squonker on the 
um, Reload X RDA, which is oh, nice. fucking, I love this thing. It's so good. Hmm. Um, and then I was using, own, that was on uh, Homeboy OC's Rage mod. I was using that for a while. Um, that's squonker. That's fucking fantastic. And also I've had the Lost Vape Furion in my arsenal as well recently quite a lot. Um, and my um, still rocking uh, every other week, pretty much rocking the, um, <clears throat> fuck, mech mod. Rig mod, uh, yeah. rig mod descendant outlaw edition. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I recently got some 21700 batteries as well, uh, for the Furion, which fuck me, they are awesome, they've got such a long life Boy. on them. Um, yeah, so that's been my vape stuff. I picked up some stuff since I've been in Amsterdam. It's a bit weird over here, like, there's not a lot of like advanced vape stock shops like they do like you know higher end stuff or um like wire and thing. yeah it's lots of smock lots of kanga uh mainly smock actually smock and like e-leaf e and um yeah kanga seems to I die joy. out a lot yeah because uh, they just made really started making really bad mods basically i think yeah, personally as personal. smock is starting to go that way yeah a I bit not, as well. there's a lot of vaporesso are big out here vaporesso are really big uh, i like when their stuff they? as well um, yeah, that stuff's been pretty good quality. Yeah, yeah, really good. Right some, some of their ceramics coil heads have been fantastic. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of just like, you know, the cheaper, like kind of, there's, there's some shops that have got a good selection of juice. That's not been a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I can't find anywhere that sells wire. So I'm going to have to order that Yeah, mail order and shit. Yeah. Um, the, um, I did call into, I want to give a massive shout out actually to uh, Vapor, which is the shop owned by the guys behind Dutch Vapors, uh, nice. e-liquids. I went, it just stumbled in there today, uh, started, yes, started Good old space cake. Good old space cake. I picked up their um, Stroop Waffle, their Butter Popcorn, and um, I forget which one of their stripper juices it is, but it's like cantaloupe and blueberry. It's quite fresh and tart. Uh, the guys in there oh, were nice. really awesome. They were really cool to really cool to shout to. I ended up in there for like way longer than I intended. They were just letting me try a load of juices and that. They've actually just bringing out a matcha juice, which is really tasty. Like if you remember the matcha latte that I brought back from Japan is kind of similar to that, except like yeah. with less of less like it's just matcha, not so much coffee. It's a bit more akin to uh, milk's matcha. Yeah, that is really good. That was like oh, mm. I love that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been. I did stumble in another cool vape shop. Um, it's an Italian guy. Um, they stock some interesting Italian juices. Uh, I picked up one that was amaretto and tobacco. The interesting thing is they're organic, so they don't use any sweeteners or anything, uh, but they oh, are nice. sweet. It's really, the, the juice, actually, I vaped it a bit. It was nice when I tasted it in the shop. Uh, I'm not that keen overall. It's a good quality juice. It's just not to my palate, um, but they do some other ones in there. They've got like a whiskey and coffee one and, yeah, some really nice juice. And yeah. they've got a bit more high-end artisan stuff, you know, the kind of shit that I like. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think there are other cool other vape shops out here, but they're just few and far between for the higher-end stuff. I made it yeah, makes me, I tell you what, it makes me realise how good we have in the UK, <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, the, despite the, the CBD and all that affecting us here as well, they seem to, they, the, the shops here have really taken off. Oh, God, yeah. We've, there are so many, like, especially like in terms of speciality vape shops, you know, yeah. guys like Grey Haze, uh, Superior Vapor, um, Evolution Vaping, Vape Cloud, they're just like my staple shops when I was in the UK. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I used less and less. I used um, East 
e-cig uk e-cig store uk, uh, UK e-cig yeah yeah they, I mean, they've UK got e-cig a, store. yeah they've got a good range and everything but i find this slightly more expensive than most other places yeah i mean one i use quite frequently which is more expensive than a lot of the others is a uh, vapor depot oh yeah no but they're really good guys they've got really, they've really, got good, really guys, good range great customer yeah. service uh, um, good good range as well like uh, I've done their, um, they do the, I think they're the, one of the first few guys to do the mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that was their gimmick when they first launched. And I remember, oh, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. Um, and that's how I ended up getting the Mage RTA. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I remember uh, when and, you did um, that, actually. Oh, a couple of them, another um, RDA as well I got from them as well. Which, uh, oh, what one was that? It was the little tiny RDA. Yeah, have. I remember the one. I can't remember the fuck it was called. It was like proper, yeah. proper tiny, low pro RDA, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's a lovely little flavour vape. It was uh, obviously not cloud beast, but it was just uh, uh, I, such a I, nice little thing. I definitely, I definitely am turning more and more into a flavour chaser. Yeah, like that's I, why I love that, the Alpine. It's just the flavour on it's fantastic, and the new Reload X RDA is just phenomenally good. Like I, genuinely, that's one thing I've been finding with the mesh flavour profile and mesh, Excuse man. Me. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, too- no, definitely. The only problem I have with mesh is the, the ease of hotspot shit. It's, like, really easy to fuck up and burn your throat out. Oh, yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but usually only when I've just re- re-wicked it and put a fresh <laughs> bit of mesh in. Yeah. So that's the only time I've ever had problems. Once I've got the mesh and the cotton imperfect, nice. uh, I'm fine. Like, the first when I've remeshed it this time, again, I put a little bit too, not, not quite enough cotton in. Yeah. I was like, one hit, fine, second hit, but oh, God, I've just set fire to my face. <laughs> it was um, a really horrible sensation. It, when you get a dry hit on a fucking mesh coil, it lets you know oh, yeah, straight definitely. away. Definitely. It's like, I'm a little bit too dry right now. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I've got soggy ass cotton in there at all times. Oh, it's man. just like, drip, 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 vape, 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 vape. Oh, it's still a bit moist, but there's that risk. You get that point where it goes <laughs> just past yeah, the yeah, point yeah, of yeah. the moisture. Yeah. That's like, yeah, I'm not risking that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, that's been, I guess that's, that's been what we've been vaping, really, isn't it? That's, yeah, uh, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah. I say, I'm hoping uh, once things have settled down a bit here, I'll, I'll be ramping back into uh, my uh, my usual spending habits. I'm sure it won't <laughs> take long. Um, but uh, I, I, the one thing I do have in my office now is finally a vape cupboard. I, yeah, I, I saw the... Uh, have you, uh, do you put that up in the... Um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, running Vapor's Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It's on. Yeah, it's on our Facebook page. Both my office, uh, all lit up in green, and uh, my uh, my um, babe cupboard, which is just oh, it's so nice. I just have everything in one place. Uh, See, so mine is currently um, across my desk in front of me. Um, one side of the mixer has juices that have nick in. The other side juices without nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, the juices without nick, I'm just slowly getting through. But it's like a lot of them are little mini taster bottles. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to use them at some point, but I'm not going to be asked to put nick in them. Then I've got I, a load of the Bantam stuff, which yeah. is too big to put I, in Ken like, I do like the Bantam stuff, but it is very sweet. It, yeah, it is. It's a coil killer. Oh god, it, yeah, massively. I think like their best one was the strawberry shortcake <laughs> by a long margin. Oh yeah. I think um, that's the one I've gone through the most. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's what we've been vaping. Um it's it's uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting over here in Amsterdam. I mean it's it is interesting anyway. There's so many fucking weird little things about this place. Um so banking for one. Banking is both 
Why are you stroking the cupboard? I was just trying to think, what the fuck is that on the cupboard? It's this weird stickers that was on the front of the cupboard for some reason. <laughs> sorry. Um, so I just like saw you stroking the cupboard. Just like... <laughs> uh, I like the feel of the wood on my fingers. <laughs> Give a sad thing is on you. Um, but yeah, I was saying like banking over here is fucking weird. Like, so Maestro is the standard card. They don't have debit cards with long numbers. The debit cards like that just don't exist over here. Yeah. So they have you have that and like everything's done by an instant bank transfer. It's really good, like because money's never not like when money is debited from your account and it's gone, it's there. It's like always accurate balance reporting, which is fucking phenomenal. Uh, but they have this payment method for online payments called Ideal, where you use your pin pad, you know, like the for online banking to make yeah. payments when you buy shit. Oh, that's it's, weird. Yeah, it is really fucking odd. It's really weird. Uh, like, if you want to buy things from other countries, you need a credit card because that you, it's only Mastercard over here that has the long card number. Fuck, man. Yeah, so it's oh. it's been really fucking weird. So I can't like at the moment until I get my credit card through. I can't buy anything from other countries. Um, oh, sandbag. Yeah, uh, well, I can use PayPal for stuff because I've got a, pay, a Dutch PayPal account now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's something. PayPal don't let you move your country account. You just have to create a new fucking PayPal account. What the fuck, Yeah, man. Come and on. And also, oh, fuck me. Okay. Right. I love that. I, okay, I, I like Apple a lot. I like their ecosystem. I, I like their hardware. I, you know, I there, there is merit to the Apple ecosystem, definitely. And their OS is a very good OS, right? Yeah. But fucking itunes is the drizzling shit it's the yeah. worst fucking so i have apple music and i wanted to change my icloud accounts country to be the netherlands and you can't have an active subscription while you do that cancelled my apple music no one fucking told me and i spoke to apple support because i was having issues because they wouldn't let me put move it unless i put a payment method in and they only took visa as the payment method so i was like like fucking can't luckily i had um my new job gave me a hundred euro uh visa gift card um as yeah. a welcome <laughs> gift so I, I just used that um um but yeah so um moved everything i i, I finally cancel everything like they tell me to. to i've got loads of um music that's been genius matched which means it's yeah. it's it's my personal music but it's stored in the cloud because i i've you know, it's matched it up and dun, like, dun, dun. as soon as you cancel your Apple Music subscription, all your genius stuff just disappears. Wow. <laughs> I lost so fucking <laughs> thousands of music tracks just gone. Luckily, I had a Man. fuck ton of it on my NAS drive, so I've got most of yeah. it back. But still, like all my playlists, everything, every bit of customization, it's just gone. So yeah, fucking PSA, if you are moving country and you have an Apple account, fucking do it with care like oh it's oh, just yeah. a pain in the dick it really well, is guess, the worst i have a similar issue with the uh, sort of spotify where you'd um if you transfer stuff on spotify uh, if you move to a different country obviously different licensing some places like i know i've got a few playlists where they're based uh, from different countries like across europe the us and they'll just have tracks which will just automatically skip because we don't have the license yep. for them in the yeah, UK. yeah 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 well, the, I, oh, the, you forget, what about I, the issue you had with Destiny 2? <laughs> fucking hell, yeah. That, well, to be fair, that just turned out to be the fact that I needed to do updates 
for yeah. Blizzard. But uh, yeah, that that would have been fucking hilarious. Um, but you know, yeah, I remember working for Spotify when I worked for Spotify. It was back when they used to give us. Uh, they give you uh, a free account. They don't do that for stuff anymore, apparently. But no? uh, they give you a free. They give you a free account, and they uh, allow you to take the country restriction off, so you just get the full access to everything. Oh. Yeah, I think they stopped. From what I spoke to people who were still working there, they stopped that. They basically made everyone give their free accounts back. Oh, that is cuntish. If you already had the free accounts, like, yeah, fine. no, they we won't be giving it to new staff. No, they made it... your grandfather. You should be grandfathered into that. No, shit, no, man. no. Uh, but I tell you, like um, the per- the perks of the place I work now are just fucking insane. Um, obviously, yeah. I'm not going to say who I work for or anything because, you know, views and everything don't necessarily respect uh, reflect the views of the company I work for. Disclaimer, but I'm not going to say their name anyway. But they are an amazing company to work for. Incredible yeah. company attitude, values, uh, ethos, uh, just generally fosters such a creative... Um, camaraderie uh just like really fucking amazing everyone there is awesome mostly like just really fucking nice people and they're all just everyone's out to do good like one of the things they do is they give you 40 hours of leave additional a year to do charitable work so like at the end of this month end of this month um i'm going uh with a load of us and we're gonna go cook in the soup kitchen for the homeless Oh, nice! That's, yeah, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, um, and another there's another thing we're doing where we're going to help. There's a charity over here that for uh, kids, uh, and they usually what they do is they sell stamps, uh, uh, increase profit, but all the profits go to these char- this charity for kids. But because less and less letters are being sent, we're going to do like a brainstorming session for a, a new business model for them. Oh, nice! It's really cool, really cool stuff. So, yeah, they do really, really cool stuff. Like another thing, um, I I give thirty euros now a month of my salary towards a Room to Read uh, charity, which is basically the whole thing is to put, in the next ten years, like get ten thousand kids like basic schooling. Oh, cool! Yeah, really, really cool. Um, so yeah, there's loads of really cool stuff like that. Um, there's in terms of how like the business uh, operates internally and everything it's just like it they they really want you to impact the business in a positive way so they really give you the freedom and the tools to do so um the like we get all our food provided for us um we have a bar and i mean like a decent bar at work with like you know we've got fucking magically gathering at work and guitars and just uh, like ping pong tables it's like that proper silicon valley attitude to to everything yeah. um and I like i find it funny though when oh sorry i, I still find it funny when i mentioned the guys that, that i work with um that you guys have a bar in the office like we are not surprised really <laughs> yeah uh we, we've had some uh dealings with um the other side of your service desk okay um, yeah. yeah and it's not always been the best um, I think there's we we've done a lot in recent times because like we're rapidly expanding our support um, offerings and things and uh, yeah it, you know in the grand scheme of things we're still quite uh, you know although we've been going for a while the company's still learning a lot yeah um, 
and you know we wear our we wear everything on our sleeve you know there's it we generally have like a like an openness that i've never seen before in a company especially internally it's like nothing is obfuscated from anyone at any level if you want to know about the inner workings and why decisions are being made all you have to do is ask and that you know the information's kind of within reason freely given obviously there are probably things that you know are kept secret for or kept on a need to know about certain things, you know, maybe fiscally and whatnot. But generally speaking, no, nothing's obfuscated from staff, um, which yeah. is great. It's really refreshing. Um, and yeah, it's like I've been really enjoying it, really enjoying it. And the people there have been, it's been really good, especially the, um, the um, like social side of things um yeah like having the bar on there because obviously not knowing anyone it's like yeah these are going to be my friends initially here um and luckily i've looked out and everyone's fucking great um well, I you haven't found a replacement for me yet no i mean no one could <laughs> replace no one could replace you bongle no one could replace yeah. anyone i know i don't think um i have got a, i i've got an <laughs> aussie mate that i work with that i really want to meet dave to meet because i think that they would just like it'd be so hilarious to see their interactions um but yeah uh, single sorry would it be a clash or would it be i, I think it, i i don't think they i think they get on really well but i also think they'd be incredibly like full-on with each other it'd be fucking brilliant oh it'd be like debate it, but actually enjoying having the debate with yeah yeah not just that as well i think it'd be like like when me dave and Amwell used to go out drinking and one of us would always come back with blood on us and we wouldn't know whose blood it was kind of thing it's that oh, level of like oh man yeah but uh yeah every, it's been really fucking cool and amsterdam's a really cool city um it's uh definitely definitely um inter like different um uh, food is like not a big deal here like you know like burger and chips or sausage and is like kind of the fucking that's like haute cuisine <laughs> Oh, cheese and toast, mate. Yeah. Uh, cheese like, and toasty. So it's FIBO is the thing that you were on about, isn't it? Oh, yeah. FIBO. Yeah, I've, I've, done FIBO. I've done FIBO now a few times. Um, the, the, have you had the weird cylinders of, like, crispy stuff on the yeah, outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. goop in the inside. Yes. And it, like, nondescript goop. Yeah. That's all it is. Because I, I can't read Dutch. I, was like, no. I have no idea what the fuck this is, but I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. It's, it's just the... I, yeah. And, like... Yeah, FIBO is kind of depressing at the same time. It's just like the signage and everything and inside it, you're oh, just like, oh, oh. Uh, the the like, signage I, reminds I me of Wimpy. Yeah, it's like, I have found <laughs> somewhere that's worse to work than McDonald's. Oh, yeah. shit. But wow, I, I work in fast food, but we don't. We have one till, and everything yeah. else is just done by coin slot. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, uh, excuse me. That's uh, all right. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, so that's that's been like fucking takeaways. Like like pizza, you can get great proper Mediterranean pizza here. Like I've had some great oh, yeah. pizza. Um, but take, like there's a place in Eros where we live called Burgers and Ribs. Um, and like <laughs> like the other night, I ordered a burger, which was two beef patties, onion rings, fried egg, pulled pork, bacon, cheese. It was fucking epic. Like they do burgers Jesus good. Christ, they do burgers good. Like Barney's Uptown, where we went for a meal when you came over, that was pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The um, what was it? Oh, the weird BLT. Yeah. With a um, that's what they have. They have like an egg in it or something. I can't remember what. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah. 
And I had the... Uh, oh, yeah, it was the BLT over-easy with an over-easy egg in it. Nice. That was That's it. such a good idea. Um, oh, man. Where did, uh, so uh, my mate Kev, uh, one of my old raving friends, uh, Kev Voltage, happened to be over here the other weekend, and we went to the Amsterdam Dungeon. That was fucking... That was really... Oh, that, did that last time I was over there. It's really fun. Awesome. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, but, uh, uh, well, we did... Um, in the same day, we got... Well, obviously, you got really, really blazed. Uh, then did the Amsterdam Dungeon, uh, and then it was also why they had um, the Bodyworks expedition. Oh, exhibition. nice! So we went and did that afterwards as well. So, Sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, so much yeah, awesome. We got really, really blazed when we did the Amsterdam Dungeon, um, but before that, we went for breakfast at this um, pl- this waffle place. Oh, fuck me! I had waffles with bacon, maple syrup. <sighs> oh man. Like uh, one of my favorite things to get out there is stuff like like the pancakes, man. I've had um, it's a, I can't remember the name of the place or it's I know it's on like one of the main streets toward Ramban Spleen. Okay, yeah, uh, there's yeah, this yeah. um really nice pancake place, uh, and had um caramelized apple pancake. Cool, no, it was oh, fucking amazing. That sounds so fucking good. Lush. That sounds like it make a great babe juice. It probably would. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's so basically it's, what I'm vaping now. So yeah, other than that, like I've not really had chance to go out and see that much of Amsterdam because obviously, like once we got the house, we were um, oh, fucking moving back out of the fucking apartment. <laughs> oh, uh, that my was friend, fun. It was fun moving in there. Yeah, my friend Claudio, uh, Claudio from work, he um, we hired a van. He drove it. Fucking, do you know it's so cheap to hire a van out of here? It's like forty yeah. euros for the day. For like two days, Fuck, it was like four euros. Oh, did you get your deposit back for the van as well? Uh, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the the only difference that. is over here. So you pay forty five euros for the van for the day, but <laughs> you pay like a, a fifteen hundred euro deposit. Wow. Yeah. So they just basically backfill. Every- I mean, it works out cheap because you get that money back, but you do yeah, lose. Like, yeah. You've got to have that money up front. You yeah. Got- well, I've um, just moved here. I need a van. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. And Cloudy just was like, oh, I'll put it in my credit card. It's fine. I was like, you fucking legend. But yeah, yeah, so we managed to do it all in one trip as well. Um, but yeah, we had to borrow the trolley and fucking wheel everything down and then bring Yuki as well. Yeah. Oh god, I've actually loved that again. Oh, she was actually really good. Man. She was actually really good this time. Like she didn't make any noise really. I mean, the second half, in fact, after the ferry, she was much quieter. I think yeah, like, I prefer this to the kennel. So yeah, definitely. Quiet. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, she's all right now. She settled in. Like That's we good. let her out for the That's first a- time. Yeah, so man, that was, I'm glad she seems to be doing all right. Yeah, that was that was that was um, interesting. It's so funny because we obviously like we can't really leave the back door open when we go upstairs or anything, um, like we could back at because it the it's not like just backed onto a private garden. It it, yeah. it goes out onto the street. So, um, so but it's a gla- It's all it's like all glass door pretty much. So yeah. when when she shut we shut the door. If she's out, she immediately like turns around and she's just like stood up at the glass, going, ah, "Let me in, let me." In. It's so funny. <laughs> but as, long, as she ran into it yet? No, not yet. But she because we've got hardwood floors everywhere. It, she's sliding yeah. everywhere. So, like, but it's fucking yeah. terrifying. The stairs are fucking terrifying in Holland, just across the board. Like our stairs are fucking oh. narrow and twisty. Um, oh, like, dude, we, we um, bought. Before, like, we bought a king size bed for here and we got a king size pocket <laughs> sprung mattress. 
getting a king, king size pocket strong mattress just me and naomi getting that up two flights of fucking stairs into the i swear to god i nearly died twice yeah, oh man. my it was horrible uh, i'll never forget um i stayed in a hostel in um, amsterdam one year uh back when i was at uni um and we were on the top floor of this hostel in the middle of the red light district uh so as you can guess lands at a premium there so this place was narrow as yep. fuck and um we're going up the last set of stairs and they're literally uh, probably only about an inch on each side of my shoulders wide i've got a fucking massive bag full of my clothes <laughs> i said no i actually had to carry hand, uh, my usual rucksack but obviously that's like okay <coughs> if i go over i'm not stopping and yeah none of the stairs were even or level and the room we were in was overhanging one of the large turning areas in the canals and when i say overhanging i mean literally because it's again an old building where they're building out at the back especially to sort of get more space yeah and there was a slight lean to the floor as well so (laughs) it rolls towards this and the 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 end of it over that was one massive window nice and the benefit of that was we could smoke in the room as well ah so basically we got absolutely blazed up during the day we're like Let's go back to the hostel and just have a smoke and play some cards. Do that. We'll have a little nap. And it's like you're just sitting there, blazing out, looking over this like massive... Well, you know what it's like where they've got the big open areas in the yeah, canals yeah, yeah. for turning on that. Yeah. Just looking over this as it's getting dark and all the lights are coming on. Nice. It's fucking amazing. So there um, is... Um, I think it's light spleen. Um, it's basically um, a big kind of square area. There's a bulldog there. And just the whole thing is just bars and cafes and restaurants and it's just like it look and it's all lit up to fucking like it, we should definitely uh go there at some point um yeah i've, I've, I've gone past it. i've never been in any of the uh bulldogs uh no Don't neither have i yet um the places that i've re- i've frequented like so obviously the one around the corner from work gets a lot of business from me just because it's around the corner <laughs> from work um i've been to I still, I, I've been to Barney's again. Um, and there was another one that I went to. Uh, it was like a, I don't know. It's like a communist one. Uh, it's it's all done up with like uh, hammer and sickle and shit. Uh, Soviet. It's near the SAS Radisson. Maybe. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So that's where oh. I met Kev. Um, and that one's that one's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But, been in there because it was directly over the road from an SES Radisson I stayed in with uh, my ex's work nice. for their Christmas do. <laughs> like, okay, so our flight's not till later this afternoon. I'll be over there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's been like so. I've I've learned a bit about like etiquette. Apparently, like you have to buy weed from the places you are going to smoke weed. There's no, yeah, uh, yeah, there's no, like, kind of bring your own. It's unless you've already bought it from there previously, I guess. But, um, yeah, yeah, generally speaking, I mean, like, the one around the corner from work, I'm pretty, because I'm in there all the time, they don't really give a shit. Um, yeah, as long as you bring them some sort of business. A lot of them will yeah. be like, even if you just come in and buy a couple of drinks, yeah, just so yeah. you're actually, rather than just coming here smoking and fucking off you're yeah, actually yeah, giving yeah. us some money for being in here yeah yeah definitely so. but um there's a there's a bar just up the road from where we stopped finally when you were over the coffee shop place it's like yeah. two doors long it doesn't sell weed or anything but you can take your stuff in there and smoke it's really yeah. nice really nice they do like table service and good coffee and yeah it's been there's still so much for me to see but because i've been like oh you know i was working pretty much off the bat it's uh 
it's been a little bit less i've been, had a little bit less time other than going to get yeah. a big fat new fucking tattoo um yeah yeah oh, fuck me i i I'll, I'll tell the story of the tattoo actually when we come back from uh, the break because we've been rambling on yeah. for like 35 minutes. Um, so oh, nice. yeah, so, uh, yeah, we should we should we're going to take a break. Um, the music this time I'm going to go back to some previously played stuff actually because I just want to play a bit more Buzzard King in there. So uh, I think I'm going to play uh, Twisted Spires by Buzzard King for this break. It's one of my favourites. Nice choice. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. So we'll be back shortly. Bye.
talk to you, old brother. <laughs> That's the perfect thing because I just hit record. Uh, we're back. <laughs> we are back. Um, so uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the the smooth sounds of Buzzard King. Um, yeah. So where I was going to talk about uh, before, where I was going to talk, what I was going to talk about before we uh, took a break was uh, I just had a new tattoo done. Uh, I'll post a picture of it, a uh, pic of it to our um, uh, Facebook page. Um, oh, you can find it from my Facebook page anyway. But it's like fucking yeah. huge back piece. Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the uh, tattoo artist who did it. He's an amazing dude called Adrian Dorme. Uh, he's from Brazil. He's um, an actual artist as well. He did like graffiti art. I went to a little exhibition thing that he had on today. Um, he's super talented. He's given me two of his pieces of artwork as well, which I'm going to be putting up in my man cave. Um, nice. Yeah, so I'll link to him. Um, it was all in all, it took like seven hours uh, across two sessions. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So the first session was like four and a bit hours, and the second session was like two and a bit. Um, or two, and like basically come out to about just shy of seven hours uh the first session was the majority of it but by the by the end of like coming to in, into the like somewhere like after the fourth hour i was i was like all the adrenaline sour and don't i was in such a bad place and it was yeah. i was twitching quite a lot and it was making it hard for him so we agreed to call it and then finish it basically had it finished a week later like it only just pretty much healed oh the pain uh. of the, the, and i had it done during my lunch break like I took an extended lunch break to have it done and went back to work afterwards. I can't begin to tell you how much it fucking the second session hurt. Like it was only two hours, but fuck me. Like when he got to the color and shade. Color shade and highlight like a lot of it been done. It was the coloring and the highlighting mainly and just a little bit more of uh, filling in like the skirt and uh uh yeah. one of the tops. But um when it like I got through most of it all right, but when it came time to doing the last bit, which was the white highlighting and stuff, because he was going over skin that he just just finished, and oh fuck me, I was like clawing yeah. my way out of that fucking tattoo chair. Like I I like normally I'm pretty good, but this was just like because right on the center of my back, oh, like uh, it's like the um <clears throat> pushing my shoulder caps. Yeah, I had them done. Because uh, the center of the black parts and the stars are actually been gone over in white as well to yeah. lighten them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, that on the shoulder bone, right oh, on the yeah. top of the shoulder. Well, I've got the wings oh. um, from the succubus go over my shoulder, so I yeah. just got every fucking bit of it. Uh, like the it's worst lovely, bit was it? lower back, l- l- about midway down just under the shoulder blade. For some reason, that fucking sucked the most. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like there was at one point where I actually had to just kind of like stop for five minutes and just go sit in a corner and just be like, take a few deep breaths. And like, one thing I've learned is don't get tattooed on an empty stomach. That made it way worse. No, never do that. Yeah, that was um, way like that longer session on an empty stomach was fucking brutal. Um, no, but uh, yeah, got it done and it's it is fucking amazing. The guy's a real, real talent. Um, I'm super happy with it, but yeah, uh, I mean, it wasn't cheap either. It was like better part of 900 euros. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So that's just over a hundred euros an hour. Yeah. It's, uh, Fuck, yeah, it's, I mean, he's, he's worth it. He's definitely worth it. Oh yeah. Um, I like you say, I've actually like, 
he's a mate now. Like we we just got on so well. He's he lives in Brazil, uh, but he's over here like for he can be here for like three months in a year or three months every six months or something. So he comes over here, works out of a tattoo studio over here. He so this is how awesome it is because I couldn't take out all the money for the first session. I ended up part of my payment for the first session i bought his he was going to uh london for the weekend i bought his flights for him oh, and nice. he accepted that as part of the payment it was like really fucking oh, why not? cool that's what he's going to use the money for anyway yeah, yeah, so. exactly so yeah that worked really cool um and yeah we've been whatsapping and like uh like after this uh exhibition thing we went to meet him at today went for a smoke um and then it might be going to dinner with him and some of his friends over here before he goes to Belgium and he's he's off to, no yeah he's off to Belgium from here mid next week and then he's back to Brazil for a bit and then I think he's back here in February um yeah sort of like a touring artist almost. yeah so like he went like uh to the weekend after he did my um uh first session he went to the UK for the weekend then after yeah. the second session he went to Poland for two days <laughs> um and then yeah he's then he's off to Belgium and then back to Brazil um yeah, man, he's, he's such a fucking cool dude. Really, really awesome. And like, yeah, nice. I can't, I can't big up his artwork enough. Um, it, yeah, I. Uh, when he comes back, we're gonna finish up uh, my sleeve on my left arm. So uh, we're gonna have it like flames coming up to blend into Shanna, and then uh, on the other side, shoulder blade opposite my uh, the most recent one, the school that the two characters on my back are from. That's gonna be there, and the flames are just gonna be starting to catch the school. So yeah, that should be really cool. Um, Very nice. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, an, an interesting session, definitely. Um, yeah, but everyone in the tattoo artist uh, tattoo studio, I think, was like Brazilian or um, uh, definitely Latin American. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really cool bunch of guys. Um, so yeah, that was that. Uh, what was the other thing that I was I was saying in the uh, break that I was going to talk about? Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the Meg. Oh, the Meg, yes. The Meg. Oh, so <laughs> we both uh, independently went to see the Meg. First off, yeah. okay, so we found uh, a cinema, the one cinema showing it. We had to go and see it in 3D because that was the only place that was showing it and it was oh, showing it in man. 3D. It was interesting. So instead of, um, they don't have like the seats like The View, but they do, if you pay for the premium seats, which aren't, they're, they're about the same price as View tickets anyway, you get to, they basically, the back row is just sofas. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we you just get a two-person two sofa between you. So we just sat up there. That was really, really comfy, actually, really nice. Uh, but uh, the film, my God, my God. So before sorry. we get into the film, though, Dutch, over here, Dutch, the cinemas have intermission. What? So, yeah, halfway through the, the, the Meg, there was an intermission where people went out and bought more popcorn drinks and things. Because <laughs> they, they all, all the cinemas here sell beer and shit. So everyone's like, go back, get a few all more All the ones here do now, pretty much. Mm. A few sells booze. Yeah. Um, Lights has a bar in it. Picture House has got a bar. Well, the Picture House has always been the place to go and drink and watch films. Yeah. Um, Even. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was surreal. But yeah, The Meg, my God, what a fucking film. Like, yeah, it's, the, it is... The basically is exactly the B movie that it sets out to be. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it made, made perfect sense for me, the missus, and Mark to go yeah. see it because we're the group that watch the shit shark films at the moment. Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, that would have been like that. Me and Naomi would have been going with you if it had, we'd just still been there. Um, yeah. But, uh, oh, fuck. It's. And it's, also, the Chinese propaganda element to it is fucking well, because hilarious because it's since, part Chinese, uh, Chinese production. Like, one of the, it has to be because they made so much of it. They wanted to do so much of it in China that China basically, like, Oh, you have to have X amount of the crew and well, no, it's one of the pro- one Chinese. of the actual production companies behind it is Chinese. That's part of the thing. It's like a, it's part yeah. China funded because um, all the Chinese characters in it in the original book are Japanese. So they've basically mm-hmm. swapped them out, and it's like if you actually look, like you know, the American billionaire guy, he's just like this fucking yeah. idiot, and there's always a Chinese person there to counterbalance him, who's like the solemn hero type. And it was, I mean, they were all fucking great, but it was really heavy-handed. Like the Chinese guy that dies in the submarine. Uh, yeah, he's the guy from uh, Heroes. Heroes, he? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, Heroes he's like from Heroes. I, I'm just gonna sacrifice myself because I'm noble and great, and like, yeah, yeah. I mean. It, you know, it wasn't then, it wasn't offensive, but it was definitely noticeable and quite hu- it added to the humour of the film, definitely. And Jason Statham, <sighs> need I say more? Oh, fuck his like what a legend. Like it's so do you know how he like so you know how he kills it in the film? Do you know how he kills it in the book? Go on, enlighten me. He actually gets swallowed by it and cuts his way out from the inside. Sharknado. Yeah, I think that's why they didn't do it because Sharknado, like, even though it is what's in the book, I've, and also like there are sequels to the book, like lots of sequels, like lots of the. the I, I think there's at oh. least three in the series or something with just bigger <laughs> Meg. Each time it's just a bigger, more aggressive shark, and then someone's like, "Oh, we have to capture the shark and like weaponize it," even though they're like just ruthlessly aggressive and kill everything. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. It, they just get oh, really man. ridiculous. I mean, the entire premise. So you know the whole thing about uh, the the where it's like it's not the bottom of the ocean. Yes. Yeah, that actually doesn't come into it until the second book. What? So yeah. they've actually mashed. Yeah, they've taken elements. Oh. I think they made like to made. I, Naomi knows more about it than I do because she's read the books like a lot. I mean, she's been waiting for this film for like twenty years. So <laughs> it was like she was just like, we wow. have to go and see it. I don't must care. be so let down. <laughs> no, she loved it. She fucking loved it. Yeah. But um, I mean. It- she she was the driving force behind going to see. She was like, no no no, we have to see the Meg. We have to go and see the Meg now now. It, it, it's amazing for all the right and wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. at the same time, it, it's it's just such a good film. It's like it's such a good bad film. It's yeah. like I tell you, how many times like when they kill the first Meg and then the, the second bigger one. It's just yeah. like oh. oh, that was the baby Meg. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think the end oh, of uh, like the end of uh, the first book or the second book, like I think the Meg gives birth and like the baby Megs all swing swim off, and that's kind of what Fuck, sets up the second one. Oh, it's so funny! Uh, fucking so, you... gone. Uh, you, uh, we did watch um, probably one of the worst shark films we've ever watched. And it almost stopped us from ever watching one again. Is um, one called Raiders of the Lost Shark? Oh God! Right? It <laughs> I has can already... such a prominent. The name is just like that. Is just pure B movie gold. You're expecting such greatness, 
it is like someone's A-level finishing piece. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fucking... I don't think ever, anything will ever... Do you, were you there when we watched Cat in the Brain? With mine? Uh, no, no. I didn't okay, I, that's probably the bar of like, oh my God, this is... like It was funny for the first 10 minutes, and then it was just like, wait, what? It was just too bad to be... It was shockingly bad. Um, yeah. I've not watched, like... It's been a while since I watched a really bad film. I think... Oh. So when Dave was over last, we watched Skyline 2. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard, us, have ever heard us talk about... Skyline is possibly the worst film ever made. Like, I shit you not, the worst film ever made. All the best parts of that film are stills in the credits. The second one... Really not that bad. It was... It's fun, but shit. Oh, uh, dude, you want a really bad film again? Zombiesaurus. Oh, God. Again, I mean, like, sounds like you should be being movie gold. It's just so fucking hilariously bad. Oh, man. It's one of those ones where it's bad, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I know what you mean. Um, uh, yeah. Octopus versus Pterodactyl... Uh, no, Terracuda. Um, God, was it... Um, Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus or something is pretty fucking terrible. I think it's got Tiffany uh, in it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, the Meg was. The cinemas here, like I say, the intermission thing's weird. The fucking layout of the cinema we went to in Hoofdorp is an. Okay, the place names here are fucking stupid. I'm just like, I'm just We're saying. Dutch. I don't, the Dutch, like, the Dutch language is odd. The drunk German. Yeah, kind of. Drunk Makes German. a little bit of Flemish. Yeah, drunk German clearing his nose. But, um, so, yeah, out in Hoofdorp, uh, this cinema is fucking weird. So you go in, uh, and then you've got two staircases uh, that are mutually exclusive. One goes up to pretty much fucking nowhere, and then, the, like, three stories up, it's the fifth screen. The other one goes up to, a, like basically we went up to one where everything is like and then we're like all right shit now we need to go all the way back down all the way back up i, I it's like fucking you know that scene in the labyrinth where they're in that fucking stair room yeah yeah it's like that well, the, M- like, the mc escher drawing yeah the mc escher drawing is like fucking that but a cinema uh, oh my god but pop, <laughs> large popcorn is fucking epically huge like genuinely yeah. fuck like i mean i got it and i was like holy shit that's just too much popcorn <laughs> um, <laughs> the drinks are massive as well but yeah the fucking intermission was just weird um uh, but you can get chocomel so you know uh, that makes up for me seeing the meg in 3d was fucking was quite funny because there were some bits that were just hilarious in 3d um like the whole bit when the shark's uh, biting the window and stuff. Um, yeah. But 3D makes all the boat scenes look like just a toy boat or a computer game like boat. It just it takes all the scale and perspective out of it, so everything um, just looks tiny and tall. Uh, tiny and tall. Tiny and toy like. Wasn't just like that in 3D. Oh right, okay. <laughs> it did look a little bit. So it was just like this is really cheap CG. Why the fuck? What is this? Twenty eighteen or like nineteen ninety six? So I t- I'll tell you what we did watch last week and fucking. I remember Ultimate Beastmaster. Yes, season three just said. Oh, nice. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all on uh, Netflix. 
the American commentator this year is CM Punk. Oh, nice. And the um, British commentator is Wade... Oh, England are in it. Britain are in it this time. Uh, oh. And the British commentator is Wade Barrett from WWE. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really... It's actually really fucking good. The commentary is the highlight of the show. And, I mean, do you care about spoilers? Uh... A little bit. I probably will watch it at some point. Okay, I won't so. tell you which... Do you want to know which country wins? No, 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 definitely not. Oh, and Anderson Silva is commentating again for Brazil, and he's amazing. Like, oh, man, he was amazing. The first season was yeah. with him, just like, Brazil! Yeah, Brazil! It's, it's the same two as the first season from Brazil, oh, and then South awesome. Korea are back, Fr- French are back, and it's the same French guys and the Italians. Um, it's Yeah, it's Australia in it this year. So you've got, um, oh yeah, Australia's commentated by Danny Minogue. It's like, uh, we need to find an Australian. Uh, Danny Minogue? And some, for Paul Hogan for some, curl, some curly-haired, I think, rugby player. Um, he's typical Aussie, I guess, but he's got, he's got like curly hair, like curly mop head, but sex offender mustache. It's yeah, not a good look. Rugby player or cricketer? Yeah, he's he's too big to be a cricketer. He's like fucking bit jacked. So I would have gone for fucking Paul Hogan over Dan, Danny Minogue though. I know, but I mean, bit of, bit of crocodile Dundee up in that shit. Unless he's either is he still alive? She's actually quite good. She's like actually quite good in it. Um, and so it's yeah, it's Oz, Britain, America, um, Brazil, Germany. South Korea, Italy, France. It's like eight countries. Um, they made it way more difficult this year. And instead of, they've changed the format in that they have um, one rat, like one rat, basically it goes opening rounds, winners of the opening, each of the, each opening episode, each of the first like four episodes makes it to a semi-final. Then they have the semi-final. Then they do another four and another semi-final. And then the semi-final goes to uh, a fine, like whittles down to a final. Um, it was a really cool format because it kept it a little bit, because it went a bit stale when it was just opening, 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 and then just final kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. the new format for it was really good. And yeah, it was just genuinely really fun. Um, Strong, yeah. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, like if you like ANW or American Jewelry, then yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It was good fun. Um, uh, so yeah, started watching season nine of Archer. Oh yeah, we so watched that. Netflix. Is that the um, uh, the? Well, he's only got one eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where he's on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've just finished watching that as well. Oh, dude, have you um, watched Final Space? Uh, no, I haven't finished watching. I started I watched the like, first episode or so with Dave. Dude, I think, dude, watch it all. It's d- the first episodes do not do justice for how fucking awesome that show actually becomes. I have to continue watching it, man. No, dude, yeah. it comes with the highest recommendation from me. I can't. It's such a sleeping gem, like because it starts off so unassuming and just really fucking kind of casual comedy stupid zany and it keeps that throughout but jesus christ does it get real and like really like fucking really well written really really good um also did you check out disenchanted yet uh not yet no but that looks good yeah i we really enjoyed it because noel fielding's in it oh nice matt berry's in it (laughs) rich fulcher's in it 
it's like some random like of the British comedy scene have just kind of showed up. It's it's. I thought it was really good. Me and Naomi really liked it. It's had some critical panning, but um, uh, I've been to see a couple of films about the cinema recently. Actually. Oh yeah, um, I went for uh, the festival, uh, which is done by the guys who did In Between Us. Okay, yeah, any good? Um, uh, really fucking funny, actually. Okay, cool, and. Um, one of the scenes near the beginning uh, it literally sums up uh, ketamine in a dental teeth. They arrive at this, they're at the festival, and this guy's racking, he racks up um, a, a line for every person who's there. And he's like, right, racking this one up. And he's like, right, we'll do some coke, and then we'll hit the things. And he just like boshes every single one of these lines back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And it's like, <laughs> starts tapping at his nose and he goes, I made a mistake. The ketamine was in the teddy bear, the coke's in the toilet roll. Uh, so weekend's over for me. I'm going to go and watch, listen to some Nora Jones and try and get, uh, sleep, get through this. <laughs> you just keep popping up every so often, just like absolutely fucked off his face. Like, oh, hi. Just like, how the fuck did you get it? I have no idea. Oh he shaved his head at one point. It's just like, yep, that is a guy who was just boshed far too much ketamine. Just oh, in one hit. that's oh, fucking hilarious. That was just making um, memories. <laughs> Another film, um, really, really recommend. Sorry, what um, was that first one called again? Uh, the Festival. The Festival. Chat me it's so I don't forget. Yeah. Uh, the other one, um, it's the latest Spike Lee joint. Um, oh, I'm not usually a fan of uh, Spike Lee films, but Black Klansman. Black Klansman, yeah. I, it looks interesting. <laughs> really, really, really good. Um, you just got a lot louder. I don't know why. So I probably got a bit close to my microphone. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll sit further back, sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, Black Klansman. Um, really, really good. Um, really, really quite... Considering it's based on the true story told by this cop yeah, in his yeah. memoirs. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's no record of any of this happening thing, but in there he's saying that we have to just expunge the record of all this going on. It's like, okay. But they then draw parallels between what was going on then to modern-day America. Yeah, and the trauma. And it actually yeah. has... Uh, scenes from the um, the anti-Fema marches and stuff. Yep. And including where that guy drove into the crowd of pro- um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Protesters. Yeah. And, yeah, it, and I'll be honest, I, I, a tear came out of my eye at that point. It was just like, yeah, this is quite depressing yeah. how fucked a place can be right now. It's, but, yeah, it's, America boggles my mind. It genuinely does. It makes me worried that I know fr- I have friends that live there and I have friends that want to go and live there. It because it's I mean it may get better, but there are so set so and I'm I apologize to any Americans listening to this. I don't mean this is a, an attack on you. I, it's just like there are so many fundamental systemic issues that I just don't know how you fix them, like. The um, partisan system and the branches of government and their, their, the interaction between those branches is not what was intended. And it, the whole system has just got some real base level fundamental flaws that you can only patch so much. You know, if your base level code is fucked, doesn't matter how many times you fucking try and patch and optimize, you're still going to have fucking random memory leaks just trickling out of there and clogging everything up it's oh yeah it's a 
It's a bit of a knackered up system. (laughs) And I also genuinely, I genuinely, genuinely think that, like, as a society and as a culture, uh, uh, as a species, even, um, we're not well equipped to handle the level of interconnectedness that we have now with things like social media. And I mean, I'm saying this recording a podcast, which is going to go up on the internet for people, you know, like there are some really, you know, there are some really great merits to uh, what we have now in terms of a a system for uh, being in touch and connected. But like, I don't think we, you know, it's so new that our, societal psyche has yet to catch up with what this actually means um and you know this new way of interacting with each other it's brought out sides of people that you never really saw before because there was only like there was always a level of disconnect but now we're just constantly there 24 7 anyone can say whatever they want and it be heard by a vast number of people if said (coughs) on the right platform in the right you know it's it's something that it's an evolve or die situation, I think. And because now, you know, the, the Pandora's box is open. You can't put, put it back. You can't go back. So it's adapt or survive, you know, adapt and survive kind of thing. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm sorry that I got like really heavy there, but it's something like, because moving from the UK, obviously with everything that's happening with Brexit and now seeing it from the outside, like, it's fucking mental uh you know like the fucking um so like if i was reading something uh reading a couple of articles the other day talking about like the no deal dropout and like if they drop out with no deal it basically like until something gets sorted out all flights out in and out of the uk just immediately get grounded there are so many things that people just haven't thought about and they're just like oh you know like it was, it was a statement from the, one of the Brexit ministers, whichever one they're on now, basically saying, "Don't worry, if we drop out of uh, without a deal, we'll make sure there's adequate food." Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is this, yeah. North Korea? <clears throat> oh no, we're, we're we're fucked. We're not we're not a country of um, import. Well, no, we are a country of import. We're not yeah, a country yeah. of exports anymore. But yeah, when we used to have a thriving um, motor vehicle scene, we used to have a. We used to be at, well, uh, Sheffield Steel. Yeah. And I mean, shit like that and coal. And I mean, coal obviously is a horrible fuel source now because it's yeah. so dirty and shit. I mean, no such thing as clean coal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're a financial services com- country now. That's our biggest export, if you like, financial services. And we lose all of that pretty much the second that we crash out of in brexit because we're effectively in terms of the financial world and the laws and that govern it we we become immediately isolated um you know like i think that's one of the reasons that you know there's so many like amsterdam in terms of job market now is just a booming young tech industry springing up out here and i think that that's a lot of companies would look at the uk maybe before this and be like yeah, there's a really viable uh, place. And I think like a lot of the companies that are, already have a base there will be okay because mostly, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Amsterdam now is definitely a, a big tech hub. Um, you know, a lot, most of the people I, I've, I've encountered really, um, I know everyone that I, obviously everyone I work with because I work for a tech company, works for a tech company, but like people that I've spoken to outside of work, 
all seem to work for tech companies and like the, you know we've had contractors in that are leaving and going on to other good tech companies and stuff so there's definitely a lot of uh, potential out here um yeah and yeah the i mean the, like it's interesting coming here with the way obviously i'm not i don't know too much about the inner workings of the government at this point but there's a lot of extra there's a few extra little loopholes to jump through but everything's done in a very efficient manner um yeah. and they've got different like things in place like they do uh you have this thing called digid which is like your digital identity with the with the amsterdam government and you can use it to register relocations and all that kind of thing um and check your taxes it basically they've really embraced online stuff whereas the uk is still a lot of it is like you know, only just now can you fill in your tax forms online before everything was just <laughs> fucking post and shit. So they're a little bit further ahead on that. Um, and public transport's pretty good. Like, I, so where I live, um, sorry, I don't know quite how we're going to this, but where I live yeah. is the end, uh, Ostel, the, the closest train tram station is Udenada Planton, uh, which, uh, yeah, I know. I know, like, uh, which is the end of the tram, the two tram line is the last stop. Um, trams are every 10 minutes. It takes about 30 minutes to get here. Uh, you know, it's perfect really, but, um, a monthly season ticket for unlimited travel on all GVB trams, metros, buses, and everything is 93 euros. That's unlimited. That's, that's like bear in mind that Naomi for a limited bus pass just to be on the park and ride, uh, just to get her to Adam Brooks and back was paying yeah. sixty pounds a month, and that wasn't that <sighs> couldn't be used on anything else. That was just for that. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's great. It's really great, um, and it's pretty you know pretty reliable. I've not had too many issues, so that's yeah. It's interesting. I mean, that- it, it, One benefit a lot of um, European cities had is um, because of uh, our war. relentless bombing yeah. <laughs> to get rid of the uh, the Nazis from various areas. Yep. Um, especially in Germany as well. We yeah, destroyed yeah, no. so much infrastructure. They that, replaced it with so much new stuff. It's so much better. And I was like, this stuff got destroyed. Let's build it how it was. Yeah, that's yeah, how we blame. like it here. Yeah. That's the problem with Brexit. It's like, no, 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 no. We like it how it was. We've got to keep it how it was. It's like people it's talking... Before we go back to fucking shillings and fucking... Well, people gross. are talking about going back to the imperial metro, imperial measuring system. And yeah, oh, like God. I've seen people post about wanting points. shillings. they miles and, an hour and miles in distance. And they still largely use stones and pounds for weight. Yeah. Uh, like it's, body weight and things over there. You know, when yeah. you buy weed, typically... Uh, you're, if you're buying, you're buying it in ounces. Although that has shifted more to grams over recent times, but well, for me, it I quite nicely that. Well, uh, what uh, an eighth is three point five. Three point five grams. Yeah. So. But uh, like for me, for like most of my life, I've been like, yeah, no, I'll get you know a twenty bag or an eighth uh, or yeah. a quarter or Henry or you know Henry eighth quarter half ounce, you know, it's all, or nine bar whatever. In my day, I remember when a Henry was a 20 bag. Well, yeah, God, Jesus. I remember when I used to be able to get a quarter of solid for a tenner and an eighth of solid for a fiver. And yeah, like, I remember because there, there was a period in time where I was just like, I don't know, I was, wasn't paying for weed that much or I was getting it off friends and stuff. So I was, like, I was getting it at mates' rates. And then when I, like, when I moved to Cambridge, I was like, 
hang on a sec, how much? Like, yeah. we just shot up. I was just like, fucking hell, it just got really expensive. I mean, it's expensive yeah. in Amsterdam, but it's also, you know, pick and choose what you want. It It's always really good quality, so you don't oh, mind. you get pay. what you pay for. You yeah, know. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, You're not bit, playing a fat rate, whether it's bushweed or high-quality shit. And the amount of edibles as well that are available over here are fantastic. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, the edibles. Sorry, I'm just going to grab a drink. No, as I shall be, uh, well, when I come over to visit you finally at some point, yes, I shall be partaking in edibles. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I've got the sofa bed now. It's not, I mean, it's not the comfiest, but we're going to get like a topper for it as well. Um, it'll do Dude, the job. I used to sleep on your two-seater sofa that's yeah. barely long enough for a... F- well, I mean, the sofa downstairs is like fucking yeah. epically huge, but yeah, we actually have a, uh, a, the in the man cave, it is a sofa bed, so it like rolls yeah. out and uh, we've got to do I'd always sleep on that sofa. You had a spare bed. Yeah, that's <laughs> a fucking sofa. I can't be asked. Dave always, Dave always already. slept in the bed. Dave always like would dive into that fucking thing, <laughs> bury himself in it. But uh, yeah, oh. Oh, sorry, just one sec. I just scratched my nose, itching like a son of a bitch. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I've got truffles and dead space. Yay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I am back. I am back. Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm having a, a, I fucking turned my vape off. I don't know why I did that. I'm just trying to vape. Uh, out my, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, oh, I've, um, I, I cracked. I got forsaken. Oh, what? The expansion? Yeah. How, how much is it? Uh, standalone, uh, thirty-five quid. Okay, that's all right. Uh, with annual pass, uh, fifty-nine ninety-nine. Okay, I might pick up the and standalone. Then the digital deluxe is seventy quid. I thought, fuck it, I'll get the annual pass. So then I'd have to buy the the free pre-planned DLCs for it. What? How many pre-planned so, DLCs are there? Uh, there's three, I believe. Oh, this is how they get um, you, man. Oh yeah, they get you on what, those, um, what story has it got? Because I should definitely pick it up because we can play through the campaign element together. Uh, it has... Let's feel like I'm looking at it now. Da, 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 da. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Give me some fucking information, motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, so... No, just me doing marketing gumph. That's what you're getting. Uh, it's got a whole new area called the Tangled Shore. Uh, new 4v4 mode called Gambit. There's some new super abilities, new strikes and raids, cool. uh, whole new story. That's as well. that's why I'm definitely interested in. Yeah. I do like the stories uh, in uh, the story modes in um, what's it? And the Destiny. annual pass will give you access to three premium content releases in winter 2018, spring 2019, and summer 2019. Nice, nice, nice. So that's why I thought, fuck it, I'll pay out a little bit more, get those um, pre purchased so because to buy dlc on its own you're looking at usually a lot more than what the annual pass cost total yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i know what you mean but uh, I, like, uh, I need to stop doing it I, I keep doing it every fucking time buying oh i'll get the uh dlc stuff now and it's like i've got that all for the uh, battlefield one yeah and i pop in there every so often now yeah that's why um, I, i'm gonna pick up the standalone just by itself um and then see how go with that but i take it you can migrate your character across like it just it does just sit on top of the normal game oh yeah it's literally just a it is basically a like hearthstone type thing 
Oh yeah, yeah. Heart of Thorns, basically. So you keep your character. The annoying thing is the um, the recommended level for uh, playing the stuff in the new one is three thirty. You're not that uh, far off, are you? Uh, I'm two eight five, I think. I thought you would get. Uh, we can get you up to that. I mean, I think I'm three fifty. So um, yeah. I, well, I mean, if you're about after we do the podcast, then uh, yeah, actually, I can definitely do that. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Yeah. Actually, well, there you go. We got a plan for after the podcast. I'll pick that up. I can afford. Yeah, I'm, I may have to nip out and pick Ruth up uh, about ten past eleven. That's fine. Yeah, but no, that's good. That's uh, UK time. Oh yeah, I was going to say it <laughs> is like half eleven here, but yeah, no, I mean I have no plans for tomorrow, so that's that works. Sorry, cool. you just got like a weird actual conversation <laughs> between us there and yeah, a radio sorry. show. Um, I tell you, so um, going to go into a little bit of wrestling talk actually because. Um, last weekend do you remember me talking to you about all in uh the show uh, that the young bucks and cody Rhodes were putting on like their in- own independent show oh yeah and yeah. mentioned that so that they uh that happened last weekend <laughs> we watched it and it was fuck it. it was a phenomenal success it was really really cool so yeah we did that um that, that, that is the wrestling news that is happening right now um yeah they they sold out in it was a 30 minute sellout 10,000 seat arena um, they probably made about five hundred thousand uh dollars just on merch sales, like four hundred and fifty thousand wow. on ticket sales. They don't know don't know what the pay per view numbers like yet, but I bought it on pay per view at forty three quid a show. Uh, yeah, but fuck it, it was worth it. It was amazing. It was a great show. Great show. Nice. Um, yeah. So that that that, that I just wanted to mention that because it, it's really fucking cool. And if any of our listeners are actually wrestling fans, that I strongly recommend checking it out it it's probably one of the most important and um seminal wrestling shows of the modern era just for how it happened and uh you know some guys on the indie scene getting together and putting on a show you know um it was it was cool it was really cool um i do on the vein slightly wrestling related have you heard the recent joe rogan with Elon Dallas Page. No, I was... Ah, I will have to share that because I heard about the one he was really? with Elon Musk. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. Apparently that was, Elon Musk comes, smokes a joint and gets stoned. I saw pictures of him smoking the joint. Joe Rogan posted that on his uh, Instagram. That's, of, um, that's brilliant. Elon with a fucking joint in his hand. Yeah. It's like, boom. Oh, I'm getting a phone call from Roof at the moment, so uh, bear with me one sec. I'll pause. Sorry for the brief, uh, sorry there for the brief um, unprofessional pause hiatus. Sorry. You're quite loud then. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I was a bit closer to the mic there, that's all. I was just adjusting to get comfortable for the the getting settled in for the hall. Uh, But yeah, sorry about the the hiatus there. Uh, We're back. Um, What were we talking about before we, uh, we broke off, actually? Uh, oh, Destiny. Yeah, it, it, well, while we were gone just now, I've picked up uh, Forsaken yeah. for Destiny, so we'll give that a shot afterwards. Um, yeah, so uh, this has been... I think so far, the podcast... This this dynamic, I think, is definitely working. Like, I think it's yeah. it's a bit of a getting used to, definitely, but... Um, it's... Uh, it, oh, shit, I've just turned that up way too loud. Mm-hmm. Just still getting levels right, so sorry if there's these slightly imperfect, improfessional, like, when has this podcast ever been fucking professional? Yeah, yeah. there is that. <laughs> see, what I want to do now, though, is see if we can get um, some of the other guys in there as well, which would be fun. Yeah. Definitely. Obviously, um, I'll just be using gaming headsets. 
So well, the I mean, will be... uh, Ian's got a blue Yeti. Yeah, true. You could use that. Yeah. So well, we'll see how we go. Everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh, shit. Sorry. I'm just going to do a pause again. Right. Sorry about that. I had a little vape mishap. Um, Back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Sorry. We were just going to say one of the things we wanted to talk about on the subject of podcasting in general um, is we want to give them, you 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 guys will know Dave and Ian as they've both been on the show. Um, Yeah. Ian more than Dave. Ian more than Dave. (laughs) But I think Dave's Dave's presence is that. What what did I call him last time? Oh god! Oh god! Was it the big D or something ridiculous? Probably something ridiculous. Yeah. Either way, you, we all know you all know who I'm on about. So um, they've got their own show. Uh, they've started their own podcast, which our illustrious bungle here has done uh, VO for yeah. and intro work. I believe we might have talked about it a little bit in the last episode that Dave was on. Um, yes, I think we mentioned it there. Uh, but but I definitely put, want to pick up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it is called. The LARP Noobs, the LARP Noobs podcast, basically. Cool. Uh, they've put out seven episodes so far. Um, the first three episodes are about E1 at Empire, which is a LARP that me, Ian, and Dave went to. Nice. Um, so the, that's, the first three are basically our, them telling the tale of our first experience at LARP. Cool. Uh, then four to seven. Our E3, which unfortunately I wasn't able to attend, uh, but um, Dave and Ian went uh, representing our striding of the Ashbourne again, <laughs> and basically what they got up to there. And uh, basically, when they came back, it's like, did you guys have a good time? Don't tell me any details. I'll be listening to it in the podcast. Uh, I've listened to it and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, we've got E4 coming up next weekend. Nice. Um, so. Keys Ashbourne will be back on the field, and I'm really looking forward to it. I've picked up some uh, additional soft uh, LARP gear. I've also got myself some uh, decent um, greaves, some nice metal And hopefully it won't be fucking muddy as shit like it was last time you went. Oh, it probably fucking will be, knowing my luck. Well, Um, especially given the time of year it's turning into as well now. Oh, fucking, that's that's like a slight digression. That's something like Amsterdam rain is just like on and off constantly it's like the sky has Tourette's I do uh, 155% humidity all the time it's gonna rain so the humidity is like crippling like when we were having the heat waves and things my god like the humidity just ruins you it's fucking savage but uh, that Mm. you know it's not the worst thing to have to complain about I guess no, I mean at least you haven't got hair to go frizzy, apart from your beard. Oh, don't, don't my beard is. That's why I've got so many fucking beads in there now, keeping it from fucking like <laughs> just mentaling out and me just looking just like a being fucking a massive puffball. Well, no, so I just look like I should be stood on a street corner with a sign, you know, just shouting and rant. I just look like I look like I just rolled out of bed and I'm just fucking. Uh, my beard is east. Which, as we all know, is that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> East is left. Oh, man, that's a throwback to a really early episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Um, was that? that but yeah, was episode two or three. Fuck. But yeah, um, mentioned about the podcast. So the LARP's new LARP new podcast. Uh, do check it out, especially if you've enjoyed any of the episodes that have had Ian and Dave on there. Um, it's really yeah, it's really uh, cool podcast and different to what we do here. It's got a bit more of a tighter focus. I feel. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, much, and, much tighter focus. Um, and like look the the production that Dave puts into the intros and outros and stuff is immense yeah yeah yeah. it's like seriously i I have so much fun i'll basically go over around there and we'll uh like some i think the one of them we've had a little bit of a script for and the rest has just been like this is the general gist and we just batted stuff off each other nice nice and uh but it's it's so much fun to do but it seriously the stuff i do is nothing without the work dave puts onto it so i mean like i said check it out uh it's on pretty much it's on all platforms um Posted on Podbean, uh, but you can get it from obviously iTunes um, or whatever your preferred podcast app is. I mean, I, I'm podcast addict on uh, Android, mm-hmm. um, and it's on there. Yeah. Um, are they, have they submitted to Spotify yet? Uh, I don't know if they have. Oh, that's something uh, to to note. On our side, we are now available on Spotify for any of the users out there that want to pick us up in there instead. Um, and yeah. also, we uh, audio only is available on YouTube again. Um, I'm going to go through the back catalogue at some point and make sure all the uh, episodes that are missing go up, up there. But we use Podbean for hosting, and they've integrated with YouTube, so it automatically goes up there now. Um, cool. So that yeah, that's cool. Um, but uh, I think I think. Um, as far as the first episode uh, goes, we're going to kind of start wrapping bling over to a close. It's been, uh, yeah, sorry, it's been a little bit of a stop-starty one. It's, uh, you know, there's a lot of new th- factors in play and things to think about with the uh, remote recording. Um, it's been, I think, we, I think I'm think i hoping we're going to have a fairly solid experience and it will improve over time, uh, especially when we get some sound dampening in. Um, I need a rug basically, because a lot of the sound is yeah. coming off my floor. Um, so yeah. that's uh, definitely, like, this entire house is just reverb central. It's hilarious. Because <laughs> uh, as well, like, it's a big house, and we've not had a chance to f- quite fill it with as much stuff as, like, that's one. Okay, so, yeah, this is this is the other thing that I wanted to talk about, actually, before we go. Fucking weird shit about moving house in the Netherlands. They take the light fittings when they move out. <laughs> they take like we were lucky wow. to get floors they take wow. the carpets or the flooring usually and yeah like most of the rooms my office the bathrooms and our attic bedroom and the kitchen are the only ones that have lights every other room has had its light like all downstairs uh the spare room uh my the man cave room the other bedroom uh, the halls and everything have all had the light thing stripped out. So we've just, we, we, we're living what we, what's called in Holland, it's called in uh, the Netherlands lamp life, which is, I'm not paying for light fittings. I'm just buying $5, uh, five euro Ikea lamps everywhere. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It works. Um, um, but to get a light thing, you have to get an electrician in. We do have, a <laughs> so- walk, we do have a full walk in wardrobe. Nice. Uh, with, with, light? with automated light on it. 
so oh, it's nice. yeah they fitted you know like the outdoor garden uh motion sensors <laughs> oh but not the actual fucking big beam. no Boom. god no no it's a small it's a small it's just a small like desk lamp but it's it's wired into that so you just get a nice uh, light that, that's okay. in, and one of the wardrobes has actually got a light inside it as well the one in the corner but yeah it's okay, it, it's really cool uh, like just a vision of you walking in there and it just being like one of those fucking powerful ass halogen type Bam! So, oh, God, my retina. First thing in the morning, last, that's the last thing you'd want. Oh, no. It's quite beneficial in the morning, though, because it does go off when I'm coming down the death trap stairs. Like, oh, fuck it. All the stairs in this house are just going to, like, I nearly fell down the other day. And fuck, if you fall down these stairs, you are going to die. There's just no two yeah. ways about it. It's, it's just like you have to be comfortable with the fact that your stairs are lethal. Like Yuki, oh, run, yeah, like our cat Yuki running up the fucking stairs, like sliding at the top. It's terrifying. Oh, bless her. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, so that that's weird. And like the, the property market in the Netherlands is fucked. Like because everything, everyone wants to live in Amsterdam, like property is expensive and goes quickly. And you, like, we were really lucky, but like I've talked to some of my friends at work and they're like, yeah, we wanted this apartment, but we effectively had to have a job interview to get it. Like, well, they, yeah, um, like one of the places Naomi was shown, it's only a hundred uh, euros less than this a month. And we're paying 1600 a month. Um, it was 1500 a month. And it was basically a conservatory that this dude had been using for storage and it was just, it was like literally one room conservatory for 15 Is that the one that you posted the picture of? That's the one name we posted. Like, yeah, it was, oh, fucking, like, we really looked out with this place. So, yeah, that's great. And it does mean that hopefully as we go forward, I can have a much more professional setup for a studio. Um, and going forward, I'm hoping to maybe get some of um, my... Uh, maybe some work colleagues to join in uh, an episode or so, get some fresh faces and some new perspectives in here. Um, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think going forward, we're going to try and get these done a bit more regularly. Um, and Because, uh, yeah, because we've got a little bit more ease of access, even though we're further apart. It's It should make things yeah, a little bit easier. Yeah, because... Obviously, I was having to work around a lot of scheduling with stuff with my other half shifts and stuff. Whereas now it's like, well, she's gonna can just watch some shit in, on Netflix in the bedroom, and I can sit in here and record shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The think... dog, the, I'm surprised the dog has not gone mental at all while we've been doing this either, which has been quite nice. Oh, okay, this has been all right then. Yeah, like I mean, I've just shut Yuki out because like you'll just hear a tapping on the floor basically um but yeah so i'm scared <laughs> yeah so uh this is the new rambling vapors format as we tidy things up we may introduce actually including the video of us um talking um maybe yeah well bungle if you get your green screen then uh It'll be yeah. fun. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see how things go. Um, I, I suppose it'll largely depend on if I can ever be fucking asked to do video editing on top of the audio stuff. Um, yeah, I need to improve. Like, there's shit that needs to happen, and whether it does or not is uh, fucking yeah. So yeah, we'll be back again pretty soon, and we'll have we'll start having a bit more kind of focused topics and that. This was really just we're back, we're in action. Let's see how it sounds. Let's waffle some we're shit. We're not dead yet. Yeah, we're not dead yet. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for sticking with us, and um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting next few uh, few months. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping to come back to the UK next year for at least one of the vape conventions. 
Yeah, so we can go do that. And uh, what I'll do is I'll bring, uh, if you bring the mixer and your mic and I'll bring a mic, uh, we can set up like maybe a session in the hotel room where I'm staying. Yeah. Uh, just do a quick, yeah, just do a quick session in there or something, <clears> like a quick va- like live from Vape Expo or post Vape Expo wrap up. It'd be quite fun. So yeah, we'll see yeah. how we'll see how that goes. Um but yeah. Uh hope you guys have uh, enjoyed it. Um hope you enjoyed the music from Buzzard King. Um again, shout to the guys from Vapor, really cool chatting to you earlier. Um think that's everything shout to the lab new podcast shout to Lab new podcast. Out. yep um and i guess we are gonna go play some destiny and we'll be back again within a month hopefully <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's 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 commit to like before let's get together before this day in october so the, before the 5th, 5th of october, october. That's that's okay. the commit that's the commitment we shall make. Anyway, peace, love, unity, respect, and uh, we'll be back again soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our time together today on this tumultuous journey through minds so distorted they barely qualify as such. Please do join us again in another time at another place for another glimpse into the profoundly strange and fascinating world of the rambling vapors.